Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Golf closed out the decade with a year to remember in 2019, and this year is poised to kick off the century's roaring 20s in the world of golf. Tiger won his fifth green jacket and 15th major championship. He tied Sam Snead with his 82nd PGA Tour win at the Zozo Championship, then captained the President's Cup team to a win while going 3-0 in his personal dominance. Yes, Tiger is back and health-willing 2020 should be another record-setting year for the 44-year-old. Brooks Kepka looks to continue major dominance. Rory is playing some of the best golf ever and seems poised to break a five-year major drought. Justin Thomas and John Rahm are in fuego go new guys young guys old guys phil turns 50 rider cup year olympics new world handicap system as my buddy craig bowler jack would say buckle up 2020 golf is gonna roar and we'll be with you every step of the way as real golf radio enters 2020 in our 20s as well having just completed 20 years of talking golf with you thanks for joining us and remember give us a follow on twitter at real golf or social at uh, real golf radio and we welcome you in to show number one of the new year i'm brian taylor alongside bob casper son of the legend billy casper and parts here we go again this is going to be fun yeah, it should be an exciting year. You know, we we started off with uh, with a major two two of my favorite events. You know, with a major at at Augusta National, um, and uh, and then we've and then we've got a, it's a Ryder Cup year uh, later in later in the season after the Tour Championship. So things should be really exciting through this whole process, and uh, everybody qualifying for Ryder Cup. You know, we've got qualifying for the for the Olympics. It's it's going to be a phenomenal year this year. Yeah, I can't wait to see what the big names do, what the up and comers, all of this colliding. We we hoped for this for many many years. It started certainly last year, 2019. As I just rode through some of the things that happened, it was one of those great years in the game of golf, and mm-hmm. I expect 2020 to match or exceed that. And I know that's a lot of expectations and hype, but it seems like it's all teed up just for that. When you talk about the big names and some of these up and comers, all led into some great major venues, Olympics thrown in there, and then of course a Ryder Cup year, as you mentioned. It's hard to get any better than that. 
Yeah, and what else can you expect for a new decade in in golf and 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 that kind of thing? So it's it's gonna. I, I'm just ex, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how guys make their way into the Masters and all the majors, and then uh, and then get themselves into into those big events. We'll talk about it coming up next. What do we expect? What can you expect? What are you excited for in 2020 in the world of golf? We'll get into it all next, right here on Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 Stand Bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember now back to real golf radio with brian and bob welcome back to the show brian taylor bob casper with you you know we're excited for 2020 you know who else is excited for this year Mm. Callaway Golf. They got the mm. new Maverick driver coming out this month. 
distance that defies convention. You know, I love the fact that these engineers continue to come up with more and more ways for you to enjoy hitting bombs, as Phil Mickelson would say. Uh, check out uh, CallawayGolf.com. The new Maverick Driver comes out this month in January of 2020, and uh, we'll be bringing you the insights as uh, we get them, and hopefully uh, you'll be first to hear about it right here. And I think we'll give you a chance to win one of those new Maverick drivers from Callaway. I can't wait to get my hands on it, test it out myself. I absolutely bombed my epic flashes last year. So uh, anxious to see what happens. And again, thanks to Callaway Golf. We're uh, very pleased and honored to have them on as, as a sponsor again for 2020 here on Real Golf Radio. So look uh, for more uh, coming from Callaway Golf very, very soon on the new Maverick driver. Well, we thank you for joining us. Brian and Bob with you here on the show, looking forward to this year in golf that is 2020. And I'll tell you, I, w- I wish we, you know, they always say hindsight's 2020, Bob. I, I wish we had a little bit more of that foresight of 2020. All I can tell you is I, I can't see a scenario where this doesn't be, this doesn't end up becoming one of the great years in golf. I, I look back at 2000 and what Tiger did. You look at 2010 was a great year, 2020 has to be one of those years in the game of golf. And I, I guess for, for me, you know, you start looking at some of the players. The big thing I'm looking at, obviously, is Tiger Woods. I mean, it's hard not to start there with what he did uh, last year and uh, mm-hmm. the chance to jump to 83, become the winningest all-time player on the PGA Tour. I mean, that, that's historic. It's what Tiger Woods is all about. It's what he set out to do back in 1996 and probably set out well before then. And he has had a, an amazing career, an amazing comeback, one I never thought we would see, but certainly it is on. And the ease in which he is playing golf right now makes me think he could win. I, I, I joked about 10 times, right, at the end right. of last year. I, I, he's not going to win 10 times, but it would not surprise me if he wins four or five times. To be honest, I, I, I'm being serious. I think he could win four or five events out there with the way he's playing right now. Well, you know, it's it's fun to see him swing and see him swing uh, almost effortlessly. He's not he's not trying to contrive things at all. He's not trying to set the club in any positions. Um, he's he's got adequate length. He's he's not only hitting the the ball well off the tee. Um, hitting hitting a lot of fairways, but his ball striking, you know, his iron play is what we always remark about. And, you know, he's getting the ball to pin high. When he misses greens, his short game is nice, and he, and he putted extremely well when we saw him last at the Presidents' Cup. So all those things lead together to, to you know, bring Tiger to a, a great, um, hopefully a great year in, in 2020. And, you know, I was just looking at some of his stats, his scoring average right now with with one event which he won the Zozo championship his scoring average right now is 65.744 yeah, well it's not likely to stay there for sure <laughs> i don't think it'll stay there but could this be another scoring year where he's where where he's in in the 67 range like he was for so many years on the PGA tour well yeah the answer is yes he, you know he's going to play limited events He's going to continue to play the golf courses where he's comfortable. And and to your point, Bob, we watched Tiger play even before the serious back injury. Okay. We saw him playing swing for a long time. Yes. yes. You know, whether it was switching from Butch to Hank or from Hank to Foley or from Foley to forget the guy's name. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's 
It seemed like he was playing swing. Let me let me do it this way. Okay, I'm I'm a little bored. I, I've been dominating with left to right. Let me go right to left. Uh, let me let me hit it a little <laughs> higher. Let me hit it a little further. Um, you know what? Forget all you swing coaches. I'm doing it on my own. Ah, oh, crap! My back hurts. Uh, my knees out again. I got a, I got a neck issue. You know, on and on and on. Well, now I got to try to change things again to be able to swing that'll in a way that allow my body. Well, that didn't work. Now I'm having my back fused. This might be the end. No, I found a way to actually swing again. Holy cow. I found some power again. Oh my gosh. I'm hitting it better than I ever have. And, and, and now instead of going from chipping yips at the Phoenix open and not being able to make a putt and switching around putters, the old Cameron's back in place. The old tiger confidence is back in place. And I think that's the biggest thing. He's got that confidence. You saw the walk-off putt. I mean, shaking hands with, you know, at, at the end of the President's Cup match. It, it yeah. was that thing was over. Abe was Abe, Abe knew what was going to happen. We all knew it was going to happen. Tiger was going to make that putt, and that's the difference. He's doing what he knows he can do. He's not having to think about it. All he's doing is going back into his his mental game, which has always been better than everybody else in the game of golf. And so for all of those reasons, you're going to see, I think, Tiger Woods have another one of those crazy good years. And, yeah, his scoring average, I'm not going to say it's 65, but it, it's going to be right up there, and, and he's going to win. He's going to win multiple times. Oh, I agree. I think he will win multiple times. It would be fun to see him win another major this year. Um, I'm, You know, my over-under, I would say probably three events this year. And if he does that, you, you know, um, it's going to be – it's going to be wonderful. It seems like, you know, at, at, as we get into this new decade, all the worlds are colliding. We've got the young guys. We've got all the guys that are in the in the top ten in the world right now, Brooks Kepkas and Rory McIlroy's. We've got the young guys, uh, Victor Hovland and Matthew Wolf, and and um, and then you know we have everything setting up on the schedule of the PGA Tour with the majors and with uh, the the Olympics, uh, with the Ryder Cup. Um, it's it just everything seems to me. Like you, like we talked about, to uh, to be a pinnacle year for the PGA Tour and for golf. No doubt about it. Uh, and and again, I you talk about Augusta, he's got a great chance there. You talk about uh-huh. uh, Harding Park, he's won there before. Wingfoot is an interesting one because he missed his. I think it was the first major he missed a cut in as a professional. His dad had just passed away. It was not uh, it was not a good memory for him, but. Wingfoot is absolutely a golf course tiger should play well with his ball striking the way it is right now. Mm-hmm. He should, and his putting tiger should do very well. And if you think about Phil Mickelson, won a little of, um, uh, I guess, uh, vengeance or revenge or uh, to avenge, whatever word you want to use what he did in 2006, I think tiger even more so wants to rewrite history and, and pick one up there at Wingfoot. And, and then, you know, Royal St. George's, I, I don't know, that one's a crapshoot to me. But the, the first three, I think Tiger's got a legitimate chance, fits his game, and, and, uh, and we'll see how it plays. Okay, let's, let's shift from, from Tiger. Here's another one i got to throw out. A couple of names here, Bob. Uh, Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy. I, I, know, I know Rory is certainly more of the talk than Jordan, but Jordan, remember, he went three straight years winning at least three events, and now he's gone two consecutive years without winning on the PGA Tour. Very, very surprising. I still think Jordan Spieth has too much game to be able to just comp- to just be done, right? He ha- he's coming back at some point, and he's going, he's going to be great again. The putter's back. Can he get the rest of the game back, including putting himself in position off the tee because he's just been absolutely horrendous off the tee? Yeah. Yeah, he has. Um 
You know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Yes, he does have a huge amount of talent. Yes, he did rock the the golf world in 2015 with with two majors that year, the Masters and the U.S. Open, and having a chance to compete and you know uh, almost win the career the the Grand Slam at that time. Now he's now he's poised to have an opportunity to win the career Grand Slam, and he needs to do it at Harding Park if he's. Um, you know, that's the one he has left at the PGA championship. You talked about Rory. Well, Rory's the first one of the year, which is the masters. So, um, you know, Jordan Spieth, uh, I think the last two years have been a struggle for him. Definitely. But I think Jordan Spieth is going to write the ship. And I think Jordan Spieth's going to come around. He's too good with his short game and with his putter for that not to happen. And then, uh, you know, Rory McIlroy, of course, we've seen him play some great golf and some great golf last year. He got three wins, but but not a major. Can he can he come out the beginning of the year and get that one done in April to uh, to achieve that career grand slam? Yeah, that's a, that monkey's going to be there for sure. That That's something that's tough. And you have more time uh, to think about that one because you, your majors finish up in July. And now yep. you've got from July to April to think about that next major, right? And so it's a tough one. And knowing that that's the one you need for the Curry Grand Slam, to know what that means in the history of the game, uh, all of those things is important. Let me just mention this for Jordan. Second, Bob, in strokes game putting last year. Mm-hmm. Second. I mean, he was not putting well, and he went and he fixed it. But 176 strokes gained off the tee, 145th strokes gained approach the green, yeah. 35th around the green. So short games there, putting is in, is absolutely fantastic. And uh, but strokes gained total, even with that average of second, still 59th in strokes gained total. So clearly, it's about getting off the tee, getting yourself in position so that you can put a shot into the green. Once he can do that and get on that autopilot again, he's been playing a little swing, right? Yep. Like we talked yep. about with Tiger. So if he can put that on some autopilot, the, the putting is there, the talent is there, certainly the mental game is there for what he's been able to do. And uh, and I hope we have some more go get that type moments out of Jordan Speed. We'll take a short break. We'll come back. We'll talk about this, these stories and more. Jeff Babino joins us coming up next with his thoughts. Looking forward to 2020. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer let you into golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf featuring special holiday offers from titleist save on titleist pro v1 pro v1x and avx golf balls for only 39.99 a dozen and save 30 dollars on titleist bokey sm7 wedges for only 119.99 and while you're there register to win free golf balls for a year you went to golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee you went to golf helping golfers holiday dreams come true since 1971 Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks so much for joining us here in 2020 as we look forward to this year in golf. Of course, the winners are kicking things off at Kapalua in Hawaii. We'll uh, look to... Talk more about that coming up in the in next week, and then a full field event at the Sony in Hawaii before coming back to the West Coast. And hey, we're off and running; uh, should be exciting stuff. But uh, talk more about that. Our good friend Jeff Babino, kind enough to join us right now. You can catch him on Morning Read and other places, social media, and the like. Jeff joins us right now. Hey, Jeff, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Congrats to you guys on your 21st year. It's a pretty nice run. Yeah, thank you very much, and happy new year. It's it's uh, it's amazing. We talked about coming into the open, the roaring 20s. Uh, I mean, obviously, I wasn't around 100 years ago when that actually uh, took on its name, but, you know, you go back and read through uh, the, the history of the roaring 20s and it kind of shook things up a little bit, and that's kind of where we're, I think we're headed here for this 100 years later, a century later. We've got, you know, Tigers, you know, back on the hunt for 15, you know, chasing 18 majors he's looking for 83 pga tour wins there's it's a Ryder cup year olympics boy there's a lot of good stuff going on this year in 2020 yeah it's packed and now with the condensed schedule you get it all quicker too right so there's a lot to pack in and in the next what eight months um it's amazing yeah you you know you you mentioned the olympics you kind of have those on the back burner a little bit but i see players already talking about that how important that's going to be uh, you know, Tigers in that mix to make that the U.S. Olympic team. And that was the, the thought, you know, years ago when they were getting back in the Olympics. I think they were imagining Tiger in there, and then we figured he never would get there. So it's, uh, it's some really cool stuff on tap. You know, and with his age, just turning 44 um, this last week, you know, it's this is this is kind of his swan song. This is the opportunity for him to make it or, or the best or the only opportunity he's going to have to make it. It probably is, and, uh, and and you know what? When you're Tiger Woods, how many things can you do that are new? Like the whole 
experience of being captain on the President's Cup team, you might not think that's a big deal, but to him it was a big deal because it was new, right? It's different. And being a playing captain, he wanted he took a big charge out of taking that role on and doing it successfully. So uh, you can bet, I mean, that world stage, I mean, there's no more world player than Tiger Woods. So when that uh, event goes off in Tokyo, you can bet Tiger wants to be there. And that, that's good for us because we're probably going to see him more in 2020 than we did last year yeah i think that begs the question jeff is uh the expectations for tiger are they realistic are they fair i mean this is going to be off the charts it's it's tiger mania all over again i mean i I tease about going back a century to the roaring 20s but you go back a decade or two ago really to the 2000s turn of the century 20 years ago and it was it was tiger woods and everyone else it's not quite that because a lot of these players grew up watching tiger and are emulating some of the things he's done and they're exciting players there's a a huge Huge parody, a depth of field, if you will, but still, the, the the Tiger, the excitement around Tiger Woods coming into 2020 is is as high as I can remember. Yeah, I mean there there are high expectations, and he's lived in that fishbowl forever, right? I mean that when have they ever been realistic? Really, I mean it's golf, and you lose a lot more than you ever win. But here's a guy who ran off, you know, what seven of eleven majors, I think, at at one point in his career, and. And, and now we're talking about him chasing Jack again. We didn't think that would ever be a conversation, but he has 15, he has three to catch Jack. And, you know, how do you put that past him? I mean, it's certainly a possibility. It's, it's very difficult, but it's certainly a possibility. So, yeah, I mean, it's all a matter of him kind of getting himself in that Sunday mix at a major. And when he does that, I, who's more comfortable in the heat than he is? So he's got such an advantage on Sunday afternoon at a major, it's just a matter of him playing frequently enough and being healthy enough and having his game in a place where he gets himself in that position on uh, late Sunday afternoon. So, uh, of course, we know the major schedule for this year, Augusta National in April. Um, May, we're looking at Harding Park for the PGA Championship. Uh, June is the U.S. Open at Wingfoot and then Royal St. George's in, in July. Um and then, you know, and then we bounce right into the Olympics and, the, and then into the, the Ryder Cup, as we've been talking about. Um, um, oh, the or, playoffs or the in there. What's that? The playoffs jump in there. Before oh, yeah, the, the playoffs yeah, jump yeah. in there. And then the Ryder Cup a month after the playoffs. It's, it's going to be a – it's going to, like you said, a, a compacted season. But, um, you know, Harding Park, I think, is a great, a great venue for Tiger. I think uh, Wingfoot is probably a great venue for Tiger. And, and of course, Augusta National. Well, you know, always Augusta National with his experience around that place. It's funny. A lot of people thought that would be his his least likely place to win a major last year. I mean, I still think it's his best. Uh, his experience is such a huge deal there. Where to miss it? Uh, different shots you play. So you know, the 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 library he has in his head at that one venue is just incredible. Um, and you think of Tiger in '06 and in at Wingfoot when he missed the cut. He had just lost his dad. That was the uh, U.S. Open. Yeah. Uh, he had just lost his dad, and uh, he, we weren't used to seeing him miss any kind of cuts. So that was a huge deal. And, and those are the type of things that kind of sit back in the recess of his mind. And, and you know, it's a, probably a place he wants to take a little toll of revenge on, right? I mean, so getting back to Wingfoot. And, and Royal St. George's is a place that I think is going to lend itself to experience uh, you know, that's kind of the, the major. I think everybody can jump in and get in the mix. You know, we saw 
Derek Clark win one when we thought he was past his best days. Uh, ben Curtis won there in 03. So it's uh, it's an interesting mix of majors this year for sure. And But, I mean, I think Tiger's probably his best shot is right out of the gate. And if he were to get another uh, Masters, it ramps up the conversation and it just gives him all kinds of momentum. Yeah, there'll be six green jackets uh, along with a guy named Nicholas uh, who did the same there at Augusta National. Jeff Babineau joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Looking forward to this year in golf of 2020. So we could talk all day on Tiger Woods, and we'll spend plenty of time, no doubt about it. In fact, it's kind of funny. In the 20 years we've done done the show, there's been years where – We've been criticized for talking about too too much about Tiger, and there's been years uh, recently where we've been, uh, I guess, chastised for not talking enough about Tiger. It's one of those sort of polarizing subjects for sure. But l- let's shift our, our focus a little bit because, as I mentioned, there are a lot of other players to watch and, and some that are really, really exciting. I think the two hottest players right now on the planet have to be Justin Thomas and John Rahm. I mean, these guys are coming off, uh, you know, some, some terrific performances of the last season. Uh, both these guys are going to be in the Ryder Cup later this year. What's your thought on those two players, and, and would you agree with that assessment that they're the two hottest, or would you argue Rory McIlroy should be in that conversation? Well, I'm, yeah, I'd, I'd argue that Rory would be in there. I mean, he didn't get a major last year, but he, he kind of got past the hurdle for him in being really consistent. Uh, he was there all the time. He didn't play his best at the at the biggest event, so that's his next step. But he wanted to see more consistency in his game, and and he saw that. You know, he, he racked up the top tens. He had three great wins, uh, Player of the Year honors. Even though I I thought uh, Kepko was really the Player of the Year, but I agree with you. I think uh, big things ahead for Justin Thomas and John Rahm. Uh, I think Rahm's going to be a good guy at Augusta, uh, and I think Justin Thomas is ready to win another major real soon. People forget he kind of got hurt last year, uh, middle portion of the year, Justin Thomas, and came back so strong. Uh, I, I like him a lot, and he got out of the gates nice at Kapalua. I, I mean, I think he's going to have a big year. There's no doubt. Uh, Go ahead, Yeah, no, du- no doubt about it. And I was going to say, um, you know, you, you, you spoke a little bit about Rory McIlroy there. Um, you know, Rory has been a guy that has had uh, kind of the ups and downs. He's been kind of on the roller coaster and uh, and last year was a year that that he really he really played some great golf. My opinion, he needs to he needs to duplicate that over multiple years. And 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 I I expect Rory to play well again this year. Yeah, I mean it's going to be hard to. I mean outside of not winning a major, other everything else he did last year was really incredible. Uh, so consistent, uh, he was just there all the time. You know, he puts. A, I think. With him now, with the majors, having not won one since the 14 PGA, I think it's a mental deal to get through. You know, obviously he's he's trying to climb and, and finish that career slam at Augusta. He's got that in his head. Uh, that's something to overcome. You know, and just go out there and play golf, and uh, and getting that. You know, he's got to tick off that fifth major and kind of get rolling again because that's an awful long time uh, and a big void for him to be without a major when he, when he's a world talent, you know, arguably, you know, you take these guys, you take a Dustin Johnson, and even Tiger or Kepka and Rory. And when everything is on with these guys, who's the best guy. And, and I think you can make an argument that it might be Rory. So he, he's really got to get past that major hurdle and, and get on a roll here. Phil Mickelson turns 50 this year. Are we going to see a win out of Phil on the regular tour and the tour of champions this year? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if Phil's really unveiled his plans for the senior tour. 
Uh, it's interesting. I, I ran into Jim Furyk at the Father Son. He turns fifty this year, and and you would think the Champions Tour, PGA Tour Champions, is just custom made for Jim Furyk. You know the way he wedges it. He's a good putter, uh, but he still want these guys want to compete with the younger guys as long as they can. So uh, I think Phil's, you know, Phil's not real. I can't see him being real eager to get out there and, and compete against those older guys. When in his mind, he thinks he still should be competing with the with the younger ones. So I think he's going to give that a go as long as he can. You know, he had the nice start last year and then really fizzled after that. So I, I think, you know, he looks at, at 50, he's in great physical shape, but I think he looks at this season uh, as one that he's got a lot to prove. Younger players, yep. bigger purses. <laughs> that's that's what's the attraction yeah. of the right PGA <laughs> yeah. Tour right there. Huh? No doubt about <laughs> it. They have that thing. They have that thing called a cut, though, unfortunately. Right, but yeah. Yeah. right, right, yeah. right. There's that. No, no, no cuts on the PGA Tour champions. Um, Brooks Kepka is kind of the big misnomer now. He's the guy that's that's been hurt. He said he's he said he's been going through rehab and and that kind of thing on his on his knee. Uh, thoughts about Brooks and what what you think we can expect to see from him. Yeah, I, I think he's just being smart. I mean, I think he's being smart about his injury and not rushing it back. He, you know, he could have come back for the President's Cup and, and traveled all the way to Australia and done that. But I think he's been smart about it. And, you know, there is something inside this guy at the majors that other guys just don't possess because he keeps putting himself there. There's, you know, he should have a lot more respect, I think, than he, than he has. He's got... Uh, He's played in 24 majors and been in the top 10 in half of them and won four of them. So, you know, he's up there with four. I mean, he's right there with Rory with four major wins. And and he's obviously got something in his head that when he gets to those things, he just has that little bit extra that he feels he should be there. He feels he's he's tough to beat at those biggest stages. And and that's something that's kind of magical. It's, it's been unreal to watch him do this run he's been on at the majors. It's been a lot of fun. And. I don't see it stopping anytime soon. All right, Jeff, before we let you go, we've talked about a lot of the big names. Who are the names that you kind of have uh, in the, in your back pocket that you expect to have a year that maybe people aren't focusing on? Well, I mean, I think a guy that's ready to step out on a world stage is uh, Xander Shoffler. I mean, I think that kid, you know, watching him perform at the president's cup and, you know, you look now, he's at the tournament of champions and it's the third year he's been there. We, we didn't even know who this kid was when he won the uh, tour championship just a couple of years ago. And he didn't have the, uh, you know, he didn't come up like a Jordan Spieth or, uh, you know, Justin Thomas, you know, winning at every level and huge on the junior circuit and college circuit. He's a bit of an unknown. Uh, so I, I think he's going to step up. I, I could see, uh, you know, Tommy Fleetwood maybe putting his nose in there to get a major sometime soon. Or he, he seems like a guy that's got the, uh, the knack to go low anywhere and put it together. And it's such a really solid ball striker, really good player. Uh, so, I mean, if there's a couple guys kind of a little bit in the curtains, even though they're, you know, the top 10 in the world, but we want to, we focus on the Kepkas and, and Tigers and DJs. And, uh, I, I think those two guys are, are good candidates to kind of step out and do something really big. 
I love it. And uh, we're going to have a lot of big events, as we mentioned already, but none bigger than September 25th through the 27th at Whistling Straits. I just absolutely love a Ryder Cup. And uh, tell you what, Team USA, they just snuck out a win against the international team. They're going to face a tougher test against Team Europe, where they're coming off of a 17.5 to 10.5 drumming over there in France. So uh, I, I, that's one I'm looking forward to. You can always look at the majors as well, at where, whether it's Europeans winning or Americans or otherwise. But uh, maybe a precursor somewhat to the to Ryder Cup, but man, it's it's always a fun event. It's it's just unbelievable how the excitement can build around such a uh, an event that only happens every couple of years. Yeah, it's, and it's unreal how the U.S. team they do it every year, right? They're, they're at a team event, and the difference between the U.S. at the Presidents Cup and the U.S. at the Ryder Cup, uh, you know, they figured it out at Hazeltine, but I still think there's this uh, huge anchor over their heads when they're at the Ryder Cup. It's almost waiting for something to go wrong because these Europeans just somehow come together and and become incredible teams uh, at these events. So, I mean, I, I think that's going to be just an awesome way to, to cap the year, the Ryder Cup of Whistling Straits. Uh, it is a place where it's a good spot for bombers. That could help the U.S. I thought they were handcuffed a little bit in, uh, in Paris, but... I think that's going to be an awesome event because Europe, you know, you just never know or you do know what they're going to bring. I mean, they just, they bring it all at the Ryder cup and that makes it such a cool event. Yeah. Somehow the, the, even though they play every year, the Ryder cup is the super bowl and the president's cup is the pro bowl. It just somehow, it just, I mean, (laughs) even though the players are popular and it's fun and it's your team, I mean, it just seems to take on a different level of intensity for sure. And, and, uh, well, for sure. Yeah. There's history there. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, give it to those guys. We just had a great president's cup. Sure. But yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. There's history there. It's that, that's the, what the granddaddy of them all, right? Having just watched the Rose Bowl. That's the, that's the biggie. <laughs> oh, don't rub the Rose Bowl in my face. It was a tough year for you fans. <laughs> it was so close, and then it just all unraveled at the end. But anyway, hey, Jeff, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. Looking forward to this year in 2020 and uh, seeing you out at Augusta again, but uh, hopefully catch up with you uh, many times between now and then. Great work at Morning Read, and I uh, always appreciate you t- your time here and your insights. Uh, appreciate it, guys. Have a great new year. Yeah, you too as well. Jeff too, Babineau, Jeff. Uh, one of the greats, uh, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. All right, we'll take a short break. Show continues next. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex Irons are the ultimate forged players' distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Callaway Senior Director of Brand Management, Dave Neville. What makes Jaws the most aggressive groove in golf? What really grabs the ball where you get the spin from is the edge of the groove. 
we've been able to make a really, really tight edge radius using some of the proprietary tools that we have. And then in between each groove, we have that groove and groove technology, which are little micro positives that help grab the ball. So you have these 84 contact points on the face to grab the ball and just give you a tremendous amount of spin. Order Jaws today at CallawayGolf.com. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Welcome back to the show. Thanks to Jeff Babineau, who spent some time with us in the last segment. Always appreciate and love talking golf with that guy. It's definitely one of the best. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Odyssey. When it comes to major championships, WGC events, and uh, major tours worldwide, more players choose Odyssey than any other putter in golf. Check out odysseygolf.com, the number one putter in golf. And we thank you for joining us uh, here in our 21st year of hosting Real Golf Radio. Unbelievable stuff. Pleased to be alongside Bob Casper, son of that legendary golfer Billy Casper, who won 51 times on the PGA Tour, three major championships, including the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, where they will be hosting the U.S. Open again June 18th through the 21st. Certainly a terrific venue. Here's what the major championship schedule looks like. Of course, the Masters is at Augusta National, April 9th through the 12th. It's always the first full week of April, in case you didn't figure that out already. The PGA Championship, again, jumping ahead into its new spot as the second major of the year. will be played out in San Francisco, TPC Harding Park, May 14th through the 17th. And then the aforementioned uh, Winged Foot hosting the U.S. Open June 18th through the 21st. And then Royal St. George's hosting the Open Championship July 16th through the 19th. So you have a full four weeks between each major championship. And then you're going to have a week off between the Open and the Olympics, which will take place July 30th through August 2nd. And then the Wyndham Championship will be played the following week, or players could take that week off because the playoffs begin the following week so that that's kind of how the major sets out let's go back to the wing foot in the u.s open bob if you think back to 2006 the last time it was held there 
it was one of the most interesting. First of all, Tiger misses the cup. That was unexpected, although his mm-hmm. father had just passed away. Phil Mickelson goes all over the freaking lot. I think he hit it over to Westchester and back off the uh, on that off 18th hole. Yeah. yeah. And you had Colin Montgomery who blew it a chance to win. And at the end of it, Jeff Ogilvie, who we were sitting in the locker room with watching that all unfold at the end and watching mm-hmm. his face. That was pretty cool stuff. Uh, ends up being the champion there at Wingfoot. What's your give us your analysis as knowing your dad won there in 1959. What is it about that golf course that always seems to provide such great drama and challenge for these players? Well, one of the things about um, the eastern part of the United States and the golf courses there is is they are old school. They're they're uh, more traditional type Parkland golf courses. They're they're tree lined, um, and this golf course especially will have um, a lot of. A lot of difficulty as far as keeping the ball in the fairway. It's more of an old school type U.S. Open setup. Um, it'll be tough to keep the ball in the fairway. It, um, it, it'll be tough to advance the ball once it gets out of the fairway. And then you've got the greens. The greens slope um, from back towards the front. So um, controlling your golf ball, getting it to pin high, uh, keeping it under the hole. Those are the things that guys are going to need to do. On at Wingfoot to be able to score and and play well there, uh, you know some great champions there uh, at at Wingfoot. Um, besides my dad, um, Hale Irwin. Uh, you're also looking at Fuzzy Zeller beating Greg Norman there in a playoff. Um, you're also you know a, as we talked about Jeff Ogilvy, he chips on a, uh, what was it the 17th hole to have a chance to to go on and win. Um, just some some good quality champions there at Wingfoot on a golf course that is probably one of the most difficult um, as far as a traditional setup of a U.S. Open venue. You know what's interesting about that 2006, and that was a good description as well, Bob. You're right. Um, Jim Furyk was another one that finished runner-up yeah. Yeah. to Jeff Ogilvie. So you got Furyk, Mickelson, and Monty all finishing a stroke back of Jeff, Jeff Ogilvie. And I guess Furyk's kind of the forgotten one in, in that whole mix uh, because of, uh, the I guess, the spotlight that was on Monty. I mean, Monty never did win on the PGA tour. No, I mean, it's phenomenal. He never did win a major championship. And this guy was absolutely dominant in Ryder cup play. Yes, no doubt. And, and especially playing on the European tour and Monty was right in the middle of the fairway on the 18th hole with an opportunity to hit, I think it was seven or eight iron iron, into that green and have a chance to win that golf tournament with a par, right? Yeah, yeah, with yeah. the par, and he came up short. He came up short, hit a, hit a poor shot, came up short, and uh, ended up, you know, like you said, finishing second. Ryan Moore won the U.S. Amateur there in 2004. In 1997, Davis Love third picked up the PGA Championship yes. uh, by five strokes over Justin Leonard, and that was certainly a memorable one with the rainbow going across and Davis's dad had passed, all that yep. kind of stuff. That was pretty cool. Uh, 1984, he mentioned Fuzzy Zeller. Um, in 1980, Roberto de Fizenzo uh, won the U.S. Senior Open. You mm-hmm. mentioned Hill Irwin in 74, um, Billy Casper in 59. Also, Betsy Rawls won there, uh, the U.S. Women's Open back in 1957. Dick Chapman, the U.S. Amateur in 1940. And Bobby Jones, as an amateur, won the U.S. Open there in 1929. So that's wow. a bit of history there for... Um, for Wingfoot, for sure. So as far as U.S. Opens are concerned, it's Bobby Jones, 
Billy Casper, Hell Irwin, Fuzzy Zeller, and Jeff Ogilvy. Just so you would expect. What What's really <laughs> cool is, you know, you and I have both had an opportunity to play there. I've played there um, my, myself, um, I think now four times. What's really cool is to walk down that hallway and see how they have the different sections for each of their champions there and, and information about uh, the event and what happened and scorecards and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool to see that history uh, when when you're there in the clubhouse. No doubt about it. And so we always look forward to returning there. It's a special place, uh, special uh, certainly for the Casper family, and that'll be a special one for us as well. We'll look forward to that. Uh, you did mention at the beginning of the show that your two favorite events all happening mm-hmm. in the same year, the Masters, of course, kicking things off for the major season, and then bookending the year with the Ryder Cup. Interesting, the Ryder Cup will be played a month after the tour championship. So, you know, that, that, that is interesting on this com, uh, compacted schedule as well. They're, they're not worried about the Ryder cup uh, having a trouble drawing fans or eyeballs during the middle of football season. That thing stands on its own. Yes, it does. Uh, it's, it's the consummate team competition. Um, you know, we just came off the president's cup. The president's cup is great, but you know, where it gets serious <laughs> is the Ryder cup. It's almost like, you know, the, the European squad, it, it, their feeling with their team and camaraderie and everything is kind of like what we feel like when we go to the President's Cup. You know, we've got the we've got the chip on our shoulder. We think we're no we're going in. We th- we know we're going to win. You got that's kind of how what you got the swagger. Yeah, the swagger, and that's kind of how the Europeans come into the Ryder Cup. They've figured it out, um, and they've they've dominated. And um, you know, we had we had one a few years back where that we won, but still. Um, well, look, we For won them. the last time it was on U.S. soil. Yes, and that's And I think correct. that's what the U.S. team has to focus on here is we're coming back home. We did it before. We did it in Minnesota. We can do it in Wisconsin. Exactly. And and so um, that's that's the, the whole gist of the thing is that we're back on U.S. soil. This is a golf course that's, that's interesting because we've had PGA championships there, and it's been European winners that have won. Um, so it, you know, does this golf course give us an advantage or, um, does it give the Europeans an advantage? It's, it's more of a linksy style golf course. It's more of a, a point to point style golf course. Um, but you know, we it's, just it's a great match punk. play golf course. It's great. It's going to be phenomenal for match it play. Is. There's no, there's no question. And by the way, VJ's not European, so don't give it all to the European. Oh, that's team. true. That's true. Um, but okay, so you basically got a month off after the Tour Championship. Europe is coming in with a dominating seventeen and a half, ten and a half drumming of the U.S. in France two years ago. What will Captain Stricker's team look like? You know, will will Jordan Spieth return to team play? Will Phil qualify? Yeah. Uh, how about Patrick Reed? Do you pick him if he fails to qualify? Negative. Hundred uh, percent. Yes. 100%. Okay. Uh, yep. And then what will Team Europe look like? We'll talk about all this. We're out of time for this segment. We'll continue this discussion uh, coming up next. But thanks for joining us. Ryder Cup, Masters, Wingfoot. Oh, this is going to be a great time. Plus, TPC Harding Park got a major on the West Coast. Yep. That's always good as well. Thanks for joining us. 2020 looks to be outstanding. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This 
is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right welcome back to the show brian and bob with you Man, hour number one has flown by. I really appreciate Jeff Babino for stopping by. Good discussions on Ryder Cup, on the major championship venues, some players to watch. We'll get into some more of that coming up on the back nine as well as welcome in America's favorite caddy. Uh, man, there, there's just so much to get to. 2020 shaping up to be one of those years. Can't wait. Buckle up, as I said in the beginning, and i uh, got to credit my good buddy Craig Bowlerjack for that one. But the Roaring Twenties are underway. Hour number two is next. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. 
Secretary of State Mike Pompeo postponing a planned trip to Ukraine today because of continued troubles at the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad sparked by Iranian-backed demonstrators unhappy with U.S. policy, including a recent strike on an Iranian-backed militia. Colorado Democratic Senator and presidential candidate Michael Bennett says Iran's been the biggest problem in the world lately, and it's only getting bigger. Iran has been continuing to do its malevolent acts all over the region, but it's now backstopped by uh, centrifuges that are spinning uh, nuclear materials. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is calling for what he calls shocking action against the U.S., declaring himself no longer bound by a pledge to halt missile testing and promising to show off a new strategic weapon soon. This is USA Radio News. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hpextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hpextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. The U.S. consulate in the Mexican border city of Nuevo Laredo has issued a security alert. The consulate saying in a tweet that has received reports of gunfights and at least three deaths throughout the city south of the Texas border in the past 36 hours, U.S. government employees were urged to shelter in place. The city is one of the Mexican cities where the U.S. government has sent asylum seekers to wait as their cases are decided. Top officials with the Detroit Fire Department are investigating a photo of a firefighting crew standing in front of a vacant home as it burned on Tuesday night. The picture, they say, was intended to be a sentimental photo for a retiring battalion chief. But Detroit Fire Commissioner Eric Jones has released a statement saying that if that photo is verified, the firefighters involved will be disciplined. Find us online anytime. We're at USA Radio. Com. If you're not sleeping as good as you should, take a tip from me, Wyatt Cox. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and use my promo code USA. Buy one, get one free special on a MyPillow is going on right now. And if you don't like it, you got 60 days to send it back. Try it. You believe it's For me, it's worked for over two years, and it'll work for you, too. MyPillow.com radio listener special, and use my promo code USA on a MyPillow premium pillow. Leaders of the Detroit Fire Department are now investigating a photograph of a firefighting crew posing in front of a vacant home as it burned out of control on Tuesday night. The picture was intended, they say, to be a sentimental photo for a retiring battalion chief. However, the DFD Commissioner Eric Jones called it inappropriate and says if the photo is verified, those firefighters will be disciplined. Legendary pitcher Don Larson has died at 90, passing away after a battle with cancer. Here's USA Radio's Wendy King with more. 
1956, he reached the height of baseball glory with the Yankees when he threw a perfect game and the only no-hitter in World Series history. New York Daily News' Bill Madden was at that game. He's obviously an historic figure in sports history because he pitched the only perfect game in World Series history. No one has done it since. It was an iconic event in baseball. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. And the singer of several well-known songs from the Schoolhouse Rock series of the 70s has passed away. Jazz trumpeter Jack Sheldon died at the age of 88. He performed songs like Conjunction Junction and I'm Just a Bill from the popular animated series. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio, show number one in our 21st year here in this new decade of 2020. We called it the Roaring Twenties at the beginning of the show, and you know what animal does roar the best? That would be a lion? No, that doesn't work. We're going to go with a tiger on this one, of course. Tigers roar, don't they? <laughs> Do tigers roar, Bob? Tigers roar. Tiger Woods yeah, roars, roar. that's for sure. Uh, people roar watching Tiger Woods. That's what we can expect in 2020. High expectations for uh, Tiger Woods and uh, a lot of the great players for the venues as well. And Olympics is on the on tap. you got a new world handicap system we'll get into later. Uh, a lot of things that are uh, shaping up to be super exciting for the game of golf. Phil, Phil Mickelson turns 50 this year. How good is that? Uh, Thomas, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kapka, the list goes on. I mean, this thing is shaping up to be outstanding. And then, of course, as we mentioned, Ryder Cup uh, will we'll finish things off in September. Uh, show number one of 2020, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. It's been a fun hour number one. Can't wait for this hour number two and get the caddy's perspective. We'll get his take on some of the venues as well uh, for these major championships and, and what we can expect. He's always ahead of the game and putting yardage books together and really can give us some insight. So uh, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. But of the things we talked about in hour number one, uh, what what stands out to you the most, Bob? What what is what is still lingering over the the break there between hour one and two that uh, that's got you buzzing? 
Well, um, you know, one of the things we haven't talked about is the Olympics. Um, we haven't talked about uh, the whole qualifying process of the Olympics. And, I, you know, it'd be fun to get into that and figure out um, just how many are going to get there. You know, we talked about Tiger Woods earlier in, in the last hour. And we talked about, you know, uh, you know limited play, um, that kind of thing. Tiger Woods, I think one of his huge goals this year is to make the Olympic team. Um, it, you know, and so... I don't, I don't know that we're going to see a huge limited amount of events that Tiger's going to play. I think he's going to play somewhere between probably 18 and 20. Um, wow, because be a lot. I think, I think he wants to get, I think he wants to get on that team. Well, it would be certainly something that uh, he could add to a resume that he probably won't get another opportunity. As you pointed out with Babs, I mean, he's 44 next time it comes around, he'd be 48, uh, mm-hmm. Certainly, would this this would be his opportunity, and he's playing some great golf. So, uh, yeah, the Olympics. You know, I, I love that golf is back in the Olympics. To me, it's it's still not my, I guess, biggest thrill, and and it's not the most um, thing I'm looking forward to this year for the game of golf. But I, I think I've mentioned that I I love Ryder Cup year, I love the Masters, and I love the fact that the U.S. Open is at Wingfoot. So we'll get into all that coming up next. Hour number two, the back nine, just getting started here of Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the epic flash with flash face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. At the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. 
Callaway Senior Director of Brand Management, Dave Neville. What makes Jaws the most aggressive groove in golf? What really grabs the ball where you get the spin from is the edge of the groove. We've been able to make a really, really tight edge radius using some of the proprietary tools that we have. And then in between each groove, we have that groove and groove technology, which are little micro positives that help grab the ball. So you have these 84 contact points on the face to grab the ball and just give you a tremendous amount of spin. Order Jaws today at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. And this segment brought to you by Callaway Golf. Pleased to have Callaway back as our title sponsor for 2020. Hey, a new decade of innovation is here. Are you ready for it? The new Maverick Driver comes out this month from Callaway Golf. Go to CallawayGolf.com or follow them at Callaway Golf on Twitter where you can sign up to be a tester. You can get uh, the latest details as well uh, at CallawayGolf.com or following them on Twitter at CallawayGolf. The new Maverick driver, Xander Schauffele, said, uh, from the minute we tested it, I knew 2020 couldn't get here soon enough. Well, X, it's here, baby. And uh, X, one of those guys to watch this year, no doubt about it, on the PGA Tour. So welcome back, Brian and Bob, with you. Thanks for joining us. We've been talking in hour number two. We kind of left off with a little in the middle of – uh, Ryder Cup discussion. Bob, you just mentioned the, the Olympics. Let's talk about those two events. Those are certainly going to be big events down the stretch. The playoffs will be in there as well. Let's begin with the Olympics. You said uh, how many are going to qualify? Who's going to qualify? Give us the rundown for who can get into the field. Okay, so the Olympics, the qualification period is from uh, July 1st of 2018 to June 22nd of 2020. That's the men's qualification period. It ends on that on that date, and then at that point in time, the top 15 world-ranked players will be eligible to play with a limit of four from any given country in the top 15. Now, currently, we have Brooks Kepka at number one. This is as far as the U.S. squad is concerned. Brooks Kepka at number one, Justin Thomas at number four, Dustin Johnson at number five and Tiger Woods at number six. That's the top four players for the U.S. side that if the cutoff was right now, those four guys would be in in the event. Okay, say again. So you got Brooks, JT. Brooks Kepka, JT, Dustin okay. Johnson, DJ, and Tiger Woods. Tiger. Okay, that's pretty good representation, yeah. huh? That's the, that's the where top does, four. Where does Ricky Fowler sit? Because, you know, he got uh, the Olympics tattooed on his arm. Um, he does. So he's, you know, he's looking forward to that. Ricky Fowler is currently number 23. All right. In the official world golf rankings. But how far down the list is he on the U.S. side? He is, let is me see. going to take some math. Four, right five, there? six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. He's 12th. 12th in the U.S.? Yes. So he's got some work to do. All right. He's 12th on the U.S. side. Followed by Tiger Woods, we've got Patrick Cantley at number seven, Xander Shoffley at number nine. Webb Simpson at 11, Patrick Reed at 12, Bryson DeChambeau at 14, Tony Finau at 16, Gary Woodland at 17, and then uh, Ricky Fowler at number 23. So basically the points end, you said June 22nd? June 22nd. So that's uh, at the the completion of the U.S. Open. That will be yes. that will be the end of uh, qualifying for uh, for the Olympics. So guys will know that you know who's in, who's not, all that type of stuff. They can start hyping that all up. You mentioned Patrick Correct. Reed. The last thing we need to do is send Patrick Reed over there to represent T- USA <laughs> in the Olympics. Am I right? I mean, I agree. You, you mentioned you know going back to our Ryder Cup discussion. Um, you know, you one of the questions that I asked is, do you what about? Excuse me, what about Patrick Reed? 
Uh-huh. Does he make the team? And if not, do you pick him if he fails to qualify? You said absolutely not. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I think with uh, with everything concerned, the last time the Ryder Cup was played um, and him, you know, throwing throwing the captain un, under the bus and and uh, all that kind of thing. Um, I, you know, I, I don't think he's, and then, then you got the president's cup the next year, um, him, uh, with his antics, uh, the week before, um, with, uh, you know, grinding his club in the sand, you know, brushing the sand away, that kind of thing His caddy doing what he did that kind of, I, I just don't think that it's, he's a guy that if, if he doesn't qualify, I think you, you don't put him on the team. I think there's, there's better guys and better continuity with other guys than having, having that, uh, that kind of poison that, that he brings to the deal to the team. Mm. Well, it'll be interesting to see. And so when you, uh, when you talk about whether he qualifies or not, how does the Ryder cup team standings look right now for team USA? Okay. So right now we've got Brooks Kepka at number one, Dustin Johnson at two, Gary Woodland at three, Tiger Woods at four, Xander Shoffley at five, Webb Simpson at six, Matt Kuchar at seven, and Tony Finau at number eight. The next four players um, and and the Ryder Cup is the top eight with four captains picks. You've got Patrick Cantley, Kevin Kisner, Jordan Spieth, and Shez Reeve. Interesting. Cantley's so. in. Based on what we saw at the President's Cup, Cantley's in, unless he has a horrible year. But, I mean, man, that guy showed some moxie. I would well, you know, he's definitely a guy that if he doesn't qualify in the top eight, he's going to be a guy that's that's a captain's pick. Tony Finau, who is number eight right now, has shown the last two times that uh, and and he's received picks both times. He's shown at the at the um, Ryder Cup and he's shown at the President's Cup that he's clutch, um, that he can win points for the team, and he's a guy that that you're going to want on his team. Kevin Kisner is also another guy. You know, he's played one team competition. And that was in the President's Cup two years ago, and he played some great golf. He's a guy that you would love to have on your team also. But those top eight guys, those are guys that 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 we've seen uh, at, at the President's Cup, except for Brooks because he was hurt. Um, and those are guys that uh, that you definitely want to have on your team. I, you know, I look at Xander Shoffley and, and – uh, he he's he's an exciting player. I mean, he doesn't he's not exciting with what he does. He's exciting with with his consistency and how he plays when he's under the gun. And, and uh, he's definitely a guy that's going to be on this team no matter what. I mentioned two guys with question marks. Will Spieth return to team play? What do you think right now? Well, um, he said he's inside the top 12. He's inside the top 12 right now. He ranks number 11. He's going to have to play some good golf and work his way up in there. And if he, if he does play go- some nice golf this year, um, competes well in majors, um, has an opportunity to win uh, before, you know, the the final deal as far as when when it's all said and done. Even if he wouldn't make it on points, I would think that uh, that Jordan Spieth, if he's like nine or ten, I think he's a guy that you'll pick. Was Ricky Fowler on that list already in the top he was, eight? He was not on that list. Yeah, so that's another guy that's on the outside looking in as we begin yep. 2020. How about Phil Mickelson? Obviously, Phil was a disaster in France, and he's – was there cheering on, did not qualify for the first time for any cup uh, play for Team USA since, what, 1993? So mm-hmm. Phil got into his uh, you know red, white, and blue onesie and was drinking out of the President's Cup, uh, hanging out on the couch watching and cheering and supporting Team USA. <laughs> He's in his hard reset right now. He turns 50. He will be 50 years old when the Ryder Cup is played. 
Does Phil Mickelson make this team? Uh, no, Phil Mickelson doesn't make the team unless he makes it on points. He won't be a captain's pick. I think, if anything, he could be a vice captain. He needs to start doing some vice captaining, right? I mean, he's certainly going to be one of those guys that's going to captain most likely more than once for a, a Ryder and President's Cup with his resume. I would think you'd see a Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, you know, taking some turns as captains for some time. I mean, they're, they're very, very popular players. The two most popular players of this generation. And I, I would be surprised if you didn't see several, you know, efforts there. And you know, Phil, when he is the captain, it is going to be some kind of show for Phil as the Captain Phil. Captain Phil yeah. will put on some kind of show, that guy. Well, the interesting thing is that that most of the Ryder Cup captains are guys that, have, that are a little bit further along in their careers, um, but they are guys that are playing consistently uh, with – with the younger guys on the PGA tour so they can keep an eye on things. Um, you know, you saw Davis love, he was kind of 50, 50 ish. Uh, Jim Furyk, he turns 50 this year. Um, <clears throat> you can't be too far away. So, you know, if Phil's going to be a Ryder cup captain, Phil's going to have to be a Ryder cup captain in, in 22. If Phil's going to be a president's cup captain, he's going to have to be a president's cup captain in 21. I think there's um, guys. I mean, I agree with you, but that also speaks to the longevity of of Phil and and how long he's stayed competitive out here on the regular tour. And again, going back to the stature of Phil Mickelson, the stature of Tiger Woods, we are going to see these two captaining for some time. You know, and it wouldn't be surprised they bring him back. Maybe it's a several year gap, and then they bring him back if they're successful. And uh, kind of like I, they've done with Jack. Exactly. Yeah, Jack and Arnold. If you go back and look early on, they captained quite a bit. And um, so, I, yeah, I just it's something that I think you'll see these guys uh, get quite a bit of, uh, of an opportunity to do. Uh, that is if they're successful, right? Um, and again, yeah. I can't wait to see what Phil does next, especially as a Ryder <laughs> Cup captain at some point in time. Uh, what will Team Europe look like? They, they should have a strong core. And, you know, you talk about a disruptor in Patrick Reed. Danny Willett has put himself back in the mix. And let's not forget, the last time Danny Willett played in a Ryder Cup, his brother made some comments and uh, caused some some problems for Team Europe uh, in Minnesota at Hazeltine. And so he's put himself back in the mix and looks to be a strong contender for Team Europe coming into the Ryder Cup this year, which might be also interesting as U.S. fans remember Willett and his brother caddying back in uh, four years ago. So. Yeah, so as far as the European points are concerned, there's two two qualification segments, yep. European points and world points. We've got John Rahm, Tommy Fleetwood, Rory McIlroy, and Victor Perez are the top four in European points. Uh, and then as far as uh, world points, you've got Danny Willett, Terrell Hatton, Bern Wiesberger, Henrik Stenson, and Matthew Fit, Fitzpatrick. So they take nine guys. Did you mention Rom? Rom was in there too, right? Who? John Rom was. Rom was there off in the of world. Okay. the European points. Or European. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yep. you look at a, at a core there of Rory, Rom, Fleetwood, Rose, Fitzpatrick, Willett, Poulter. You know, if he gets a, a pick, and then Victor Hovland, watch out for him. He is expected to be, have quite a year in 2020, and would be a newcomer to a, an already strong European team uh, at Whistling Straits. All right, we'll take a short break. The caddy joins us coming up next. We'll continue the conversation. Thanks for joining us, Brian and Bob, with you right here. Here on Real Golf Radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. 
We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember hey ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in utah look so good pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to mountainland supply for your turf irrigation needs mountainland supply is the exclusive rainbird golf distributor in utah what does that mean for you When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob, thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, be sure to give us a follow on our Twitter handle, at Real Golf. You can also follow us on other social sites, Real Golf Radio. Just look it up, and uh, we'd love to have you join us and be part of the conversation. Let us know what you think as well. At Real Golf is where you can find us on Twitter. All right, it's time for America's Favorite Caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. It's a new year. 
Sure, but that uh, is an old intro, and it just never gets old. America's no. favorite caddy. He's had that same Batman intro for going on 15-plus years now, and he joins us right now. Hey, Caddy, how are you, man? Uh, caddy discovered something called a hand-to-headset. Does this sound better? Oh, yeah, headsets are good. Welcome to the new century. Decade, whatever. Yeah, I also discovered this thing called Siri on my iPhone. Um, <laughs> you can actually talk to talk to the device, and it'll make a hands-free call for you. It's quite useful. Says the guy with the yardage book that, um, you know. Very high-tech. Yeah. Well, it is high-tech. You know, we have done a, we did a whole show on the, the high-tech that actually goes around it. But, uh, you know, if well, the, my yard, yeah, my yardage book doesn't spy on you when you think it shouldn't be, though. There you go. And that is nice. Yeah. That is nice. That is nice. You, ju- you just need nice. to come up with a yardage book that you just say, um, yardage book, how far am I? And it automatically tells you. Oh, don't think we don't have that one in the pipeline. Mm. We're just waiting for the USDA to make a digital device legal and it's all over. Yeah. Can you choose the voice on it so it sounds like your caddy and something like, you know, it's it's 143 front, 156 back. You know, I mean, I don't know. Well, all, I, all I'm going to say is just, just look at what they're doing in Japan with robots. Where do you think caddies are going, huh? Where do you think <laughs> Where do you think your next caddy is? Yes. They already have those. Yeah. I see them rolling through the club all the time. Guys have their, you know, their golf clubs on this little, uh, like, R2-D2 yeah. looking thing, and they just they put a little remote yeah. control on their belt, and they walk, and the thing follows them. It's pretty it, cool. Yep, and, but, but I, I think the AI robot caddy just blows that away, though. You know? Well, I'm sure it yeah. does. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could have Steve Williams caddying for you. Just buy the Steve Williams model, you know? Wait a minute. It'll, throw, Wait. It'll, it'll, grab, it'll grab people's cameras and throw it in the water if someone's taking a <laughs> video of you. Mind blown. Yeah. Can, you, can you imagine that? Now, think of the opportunity, the post-career opportunities for the caddies. You know, you could, you, if you want to download the Bones model or you want the Steve That's Williams right. or you want the, the, the America's licensing. favorite caddy, I mean, you could literally, licensing. yeah, the licensing rights there. And, and yeah, now you're getting those same things and you have that caddy talking to you just like it, you know, you're the actual player. I mean, think of the confidence you would get off of that. But I've taken a, I've taken a business lesson from, from Facebook, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to give caddies free yardage books and have them sign everything, sign all their rights away without them realizing <laughs> they're just going to scroll down and hit accept. And you just bought their, their uh, likeness. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. For the AI caddy experience. I like that. You know, everything's going AI. AI. So why not? Why not slip on something that makes it sound like uh, bones is giving you some yardage. Like you're Phil Mickelson. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I like it. Pretty cool. So who would be the most animated of that? I mean, this is not where I wanted to go with this, but it is interesting. Who, who, what, <laughs> what caddy do you think would be the most popular download? Probably the Anna Kornikova model. <laughs> <laughs> Just her voice. Yeah, I, no, who would be the most popular caddy download? I, I would think Bones is going to be up there. Stevie Williams would be up there, but he would be the most return model because people, <laughs> you know, they think they'd want him, but they probably couldn't handle him. Because the robot would, he, he, every shot, the robot would be going, hey, you're no Tiger Woods, are you? <laughs> you know, so that'd be a tough one. Um, I've heard players say, I remember when Darren Clark got Billy Foster the caddy for him. Billy had worked for Seve, and when Seve was number one, and then he went to work for Darren. And Darren said he was actually a little bit uptight and intimidated 
because he felt like he had to perform up to those standards for Billy. Interesting. He felt like, yeah, it's almost like Billy almost was an intimidating factor. So, interesting. How about Navarro? Through the He'd mind. be a good one. Tony? Who's that? Tony Navarro? Oh, yeah. Tony. Tony's a legend. Yeah. Tony for sure. Oh, there's so many. And you can go back. You know, Herman Mitchell could be one. Yeah. Going, going back. Uh, gosh, I mean, the possibilities are just endless. Alfie Files. El, um, All kinds of Angelo. Angelo, for sure. Yeah. Caddy for Jack. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? Right. When it comes to caddies, it's not like what what could be considered the perfect caddy for one person would not necessarily be a good caddy for another, right? So, I mean, it's while well, you'd say, oh, yeah, that's the guy I would want. Of, oh, if I could have just had that guy. But, yeah, it, it's sometimes just the chemistry and the combination, right? There's no question about that. You, The personality mix is it's just huge. It's everything. My guess is Steve Williams and your player – that you caddied for the longest probably wouldn't have mixed very well. I don't know. I I remember Fred Funk telling me Fanny caddied for him one year, and on the very first round, uh, Fanny gives a gives the gives the gallery the that's please. and Fred <laughs> couldn't even swing. He was he was ba- he was laughing. He was backing off. He couldn't set up. He kept backing off, laughing, and he's he's almost crying, going. I feel so honored that you're saying that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. So you're saying Funk was Fred, no Faldo, huh? Fred Fred said Fanny was an amazing caddy, but he had a he didn't have a great year, and he said he he felt like he just had to apologize to her for playing so poorly. But That's interesting. Yeah, he said he he said she was awesome. Yeah, you could you couldn't go wrong with Fanny working for you. Boy, she's something else. I mean, look what she does now. She coaches. She's a big coach for players. Like she had a lot to do with Martin uh, Keimer's success. She worked with him a lot. I know, I'm, I'm sure she's probably worked with Benson. Um, I think it's a law in Sweden that if you're Swedish, you have to work with everybody who's Swedish. There's some kind of a law there or something. You know, Caddy, you brought up something I've, I've really, I've honestly, never thought about before, and that is a tour player picking up a caddy. Who was a, was had a previously with a successful tour player, and feeling the nerves to live up to that. I, I guess I had never considered that, and and I guess every new tour player, you know, I mean, sometimes they bring their own guy out, right? But uh, you know, oftentimes they'll pick up uh, another another caddy. And I always thought about a caddy potentially being nervous to pick up a player, like somebody switching over to pick up Tiger Woods or something like that. You could think, well, maybe there's some nerves there. Or what have you? But I, I never considered the other way around that that a player may not want to uh, or feel the need to apologize for not playing up to the level of a caddy's previous player. That's that is a dynamic I'd never even considered. I'm pretty sure I, I read Darren Clark said that actually. That's interesting. That's silly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's some insights you only get from America's favorite caddy. All right, we got a few minutes left, caddy. We talked about this 2020 year. It is it is going to be fantastic. And look at the major venues. That's what I wanted to focus on with you. Of course, Augusta National hosting the Masters. The PGA Championship in its May slot uh, at TPC Harding Park. U.S. Open in June at Wingfoot. And then uh, the Open Championship 
will be at Royal St. George's July 16th through 19th. Uh, I think everybody is pretty familiar with Augusta. Let's start with Harding Park, TPC Harding Park. Uh, in May, what are players going to expect? What kind of conditions at Harding Park, San Francisco in May? May in San Francisco, I got to believe it, it can be a little on the cool side. Yeah. Um, and maybe a little on the damp side, I would expect. Uh, but but who knows? With, with California, you know, you can have dry conditions. It tends to stay pretty. Every time I've been to the Harding Park, it's been it's been soft. Mm-hmm. And I've been there many times. For there were Presidents Cups there, um, WGCs. It, it it I don't I can't recall it ever really being firmed up. So. Maybe you'll get something akin to what we had at Bethpage last year, but not probably not that not that cold. It was really cold at Bethpage early in the week. Um, so but, potentially but a soft course. Yeah. What, what kind of what kind of player is it going to favor? Is it a is it a bomber's paradise? I, it's just been a while since I've seen Harding Park. Yeah, it's, I'm going to have to see what they did to the course. I haven't I haven't visited it yet. So I don't know if they, they did anything with, with tees. Um, I can't remember it necessarily being a total bombers course, but you think about the kind of player who's going to play well at Torrey Pines South uh, is, is your Harding Park kind of a player, I think. Mm. So, mm. yeah, I mean, eh, why am I bringing those two together? I, that, that, that speaks to length being important, actually. Um, but is think, it important there at Harding Park? The length? I think that's what he's trying to figure out. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to break it down in my brain because it, it's been a while since I've been there to think. Of, you know, I it just doesn't stand out in my mind. Other than saying, okay, it's the it's the it's the California kind of. I don't even. You know, I don't even want to say it's Poana grass because I'm not sure those greens are Poana, but. It's it's kind of the Olympic, yeah, uh, Pebble Beach kind of turf, right? Yep, you get out there, and that seems to there. There are just certain players who play well on that stuff. Tiger plays well on that stuff. That's what he grew up on. It's in his DNA. Mickelson should. That's in his DNA. I mean, he's familiar with that kind of turf big time. So, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to defer on my 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 player judgment till I get there and look at it again. So can they, you got can, some time. Can they dry it out? I mean, I understand weather is, is a major mm-hmm. factor, but, but can they dry it out and get it f- firmer? I imagine they could. It, it doesn't take much to, if it's not raining all the time. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why they couldn't. They certainly dry out. Uh, they certainly dry out Olympic for the uh, U S open. And that's during the June gloom when you have a lot of overcast fog and stuff and they can dry it out like crazy. So yeah, I, I think they could dry it Let's out. Let's not forget it's the PGA championship too. So they, they probably aren't going to look at getting it too, too firm and fast like they would a U.S. open. And speaking of the U.S. open Wingfoot, uh, June 18th through the 21st. I mean, this is just a, what, one of the great classic venues. I know you're really looking forward. You, you call this one a real U.S. open venue, huh? If there if there was, I think the U.S. Open should just stop at Wingfoot and play there every year from now on. Really? I, wow. I think that is the 
quintessential U.S. Open course in my mind. That is it. That is that is it. It's it's just now. I'm a little biased because I grew up in in an area that had the great courses were kind of rolling terrain with big oak trees, and that just speaks U.S. Open to me. Um, and Wingfoot fits that bill better than any course. Yep. So that's it's just the classic U.S. Open course. So give us the attributes that make it that way. You got the '74 massacre there, which is kind of. I'm sure that everybody who was there thought that was not well set up, but it, it really, it kind of defined the way the U.S. Open was just brutal to you, right? Um, so the setup, well, it's it's cut plenty of length. Um, it'll be, hopefully they'll they'll get the greens firm, the rough will be way up. You've got the big oak trees all over the place, though, and that's what really kind of defines it. Um, if you can remember back to Fuzzy Zeller and Greg Norman coming down the stretch and, uh, Norman kept hitting it in the trees and making ridiculous pars and things like that. And I remember Fuzzy hit some crazy shot around the corner on maybe it was 16 with a one iron or two iron or something that, that was just, uh, the trees really can come into play there as I recall. Um, but again, I, I haven't been to, to Wingfoot either for quite a while. I know they did a little bit of redesign on it. I think they expanded some green. Um, did a little bunker changing, a little tee changing from when we played the U.S. Amateur there a few years ago. So <clears throat> it's had a little bit of a, a polish to it. But gosh, remember our day there? We had a good day there. Oh, man. Fun. So good. Yep. How so good was great that? day. Yeah. Just, just awesome. And the best showers yeah. in any clubhouse I've ever been in. <laughs> They're like an elephant wash, man. Those things will just hose you down in two seconds. They're unbelievable. So, <laughs> well, plus it's a, you know, there's there's some there's some pretty impressive names on that on that wall of victory at Wingfoot, aren't there, Bob? Yes, there are. Yeah, we went through them. Bobby yes, Jones, to Billy Casper. I mean, yeah, really, really good stuff. Hey, unfortunately, yeah, we're up yeah. against the caddy. Good stuff. Thanks for the insights, man. 2020 just barely underway, and I can't wait for these majors to happen. It's going to be super exciting. We've got Olympics. We've got Ryder Cup. We'll talk about all that next. But uh, we appreciate you joining us, man. Have a good one. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, gentlemen. Thank you. There you go. That's the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. The show continues next. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. uh, Something is getting closer. Holy... 
What the? <clears throat> and that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex Irons are the ultimate forged players' distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. And this segment is brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Jaws MD5 Platinum Chrome Wedges. Spin with teeth, the most aggressive groove in golf. You know the Jaws MD5 Wedges are crafted by Callaway Chief Designer Roger Cleveland. With total performance, premium shapes, striking finishes, outstanding feel, unique versatility, and of course that exceptional spin that gives it the Jaws name. Bob and I have been playing these wedges for the last couple of months. They are outstanding. You hit shots like the pros. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com and the new Jaws MD5 Wedges. And we thank you for joining us here on Real Golf Radio, show number one of 2020, which is pretty darn exciting. Uh, an exciting year. We've had a lot of good discussions. Appreciate the caddy jumping in there. We talked about some of the major championship venues. I, I personally, the storylines going into Wingfoot are going to be rich. First yes. of all, hopefully Phil Mickelson makes it uh, into qualifying for the U.S. Open. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't get a special exemption. Although he... Man, after what he did at Shinnecock, you wonder if the USGA is going to really give him a special exemption if he needed that. But, you know, you ne- I'll never forget Phil Mickelson. I'm such an idiot, you know, after what he did on the 72nd hole there. Uh, but, but I think even more so than Phil wanting to right the ship. And I don't think there would be any arguing that if Phil Mickelson were to finally break through, especially at age 50 and win a, a mm-hmm. U.S. Open after six runners-up, I'm not sure there would be a bigger story in golf. But... The there wouldn't I, be the idea that Tiger Woods could come back from a miscut and pick up major number sixteen or potentially seventeen or eighteen at that point in time. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> well, he wins all three. I mean, ties Jack at Wingfoot. I mean, come boom, on. boom, boom. Wow. Okay, let's not let's not get too crazy. But <sighs> wing, the storylines going into Wingfoot are tremendous, and that golf course. I'm with Caddy. That is the 
the ultimate U.S. Open venue. Yeah, it's it's the standard traditional like U.S. Open design, standard traditional like if you're gonna if you're gonna pick a golf course to play a U.S. Open on, as the caddy said, that's that's the one you would think of. Um, For, and, and, and explain and, that why. Well, just because of how they set the golf course up, just because of of what the golf course looks like uh, visually. Um, You're talking you know, the about trees. long rough, narrow fairways, small yep, greens, long rough, narrow trees. fairways, trees, fast greens, yeah. a lot of slope, a lot of undulation, everything that that you would want in a U.S. Open and difficulty. That's all at Wingfoot. Wingfoot is. First of all, it tests all aspects of your game. But when you think of wing foot, you think hard, right? Yes. It's hard. And, and I would have to think that those that are members of wing foot, their handicaps would travel very well. Yes, they would. Because it is just a hard freaking golf course. And I personally, I mean, look, I, I, it's, it's easy to say this. Would you want to play that golf course every day? Well, I guess if you had the opportunity, sure. But yeah, if you remember there. Yeah, absolutely. And they do have another 18 for you if you get beat mm-hmm. up on that one. But Mm-hmm. It, it is it is a challenging hard golf course. There, there's no question. It's not for the faint of heart. It's you I mean Beth Page Black is famous for their warning sign, but this one could easily have a warning sign on it. It's just a hard golf course, but it's a fun golf course, and I think it's t- completely fair. And if you're hitting fairways and greens, you have an opportunity to score. Get off the fairway just a little bit, coming out of that rough. Yep. There's no stopping it on those greens, and now you're in for you know for a long day. And I think that's what what makes it such a great U.S. Open venue. Well, and the other thing, in the shots into the greens aren't forced carry shots into the greens. You know, there's an there's an open runway. It's it's the old school design, an R. W. Tillinghouse design, um, and that's you know when you think of great golf courses, you think of Tillinghouse as a. W. as a guy Tillinghouse. that what A. W. Tillinghouse A. A. W. Tillinghouse. Yeah. That's right, not R. W. Um, but you think of him as a guy that that has designed phenomenal golf courses. Yeah, no question about it. All right, so we'll look forward to that. Uh, we have skipped all over the place in this show. We're, I, I think you can hear the excitement. Uh, as we said, the four major championships are tremendous venues, uh, as, we, uh, as we've talked about. And then you've got Ryder Cup coming up September 25th through 27th. We've, we've talked a lot about that. Uh, what we did leave off and we haven't had a chance to talk about is, oh, oh no, we did. We did. We did hit uh, Team Europe and what that would look like. I, right now, Bob, if you had to pick it, on a Ryder Cup, you going U.S. or Europe? Well, the only reason I'm picking U.S. is because, you know, that's that's home country, home country favorite, and it's time to turn this thing around and and get another win for the U.S. team and with the Ryder Cup. So yeah, I'm going USA. I'm going USA because it is in, it's a home game for them. Yeah, and I exactly. think Stricker. By the way, I think Captain Stricker might go down as one of the best captains ever. I, you know what. That guy's sneaky good. I think Strick. I think the guys want to play for Strick. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree. I think I think Steve Stricker could be that almost that Freddie Couples kind of kind of president or a captain. Well, you think about you think about the Presidents Cup we just came off of. Tiger Woods was was out of pocket as far as being a captain for three of those rounds, and uh, and those were Strick and and Fred Couples were the guys that took over for him, and and it was I think it was a great. Um, testing uh, a great apprenticeship of Steve Stricker to be able to uh, kind of make some of those decisions when Tiger Woods was out playing. Yeah, without question. So I, I'm going to call USA as well. And I think having guys like, you know, get, getting some new blood in there as well. Yeah. I think Kevin Kisner, 
makes that team and he's going to do well in match play and answer the questions of finally, hey, you know, Kevin should have probably been on some previous teams, and this is why, is because he's such a good putter and his short game's so good. I think he'll be one of those guys that's great in match play scenarios. So that's just one example. I'm anxious to see if Phil Mickelson plays his way onto that team. That'd be a heck of a story. And if Jordan Spieth can play his way back onto team competition, those are some of the other things I'm looking forward to. All right. In the meantime, Bob, uh, the the players are over in Hawaii. They're facing extreme conditions, a brand new uh, golf course out there. It's been closed for over for about a year, I guess, just redesigned. Yeah. Yeah. And it's open and there's some new bunkering and there's some new things that come into play. But mostly the story this week is about the wind, uh, just some really difficult windy conditions facing the players. Um, in fact, maybe some potential unplayable wins yes. facing these players on the weekend. So it's going to be a challenge, no doubt about it. But look, hey, you find yourself there, as Justin Thomas said, I hope to begin my year every year at this tournament. That means I was a winner on the PGA Tour the previous season. That's exactly right. And it's, uh, it's a phenomenal area of Hawaii. They're in Maui at Kapalua, and um, it's wonderful. Uh, then, they, then they hop islands over to uh, Oahu to play the Sony Open, um, and then once... That'll be the first full-field event. That'll be a, the first full-field event. Uh, Matt Kuchar's the defending champion. Then guess what? You jump to uh, jump to Palm Springs and uh, the American Express. Yeah, new which, name this year. Yeah, it's it's hosted uh, by Phil Mickelson this year. Yeah, so, what do you think of that? I think that's, I think Phil, I think it's perfect for Phil. Yeah, you know, you, you think of Tiger Woods, and he's got two or three events that he's um, kind of helping out with and, and hosting and that kind of thing. So this is a good one for Phil, Phil Mickelson to jump in on and, and be a part of there at the American Express. And then the week after is the Farmers Championship um, in San Diego at Torrey Pines South and North Courses, followed by the Phoenix Open, the Waste Management Phoenix Open in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, and then back Wait, to Wait, who, who defended at Farmers? Farmers, the defending champion is Justin Rose. Justin Rose. And Justin Rose. Ricky Fowler will be defending Fowler in Phoenix. at Waste Management. Okay. And then where do we go? Uh, Phil Mickelson at AT&T, mm. Pebble Beach. Mm. And uh, J.B. Holmes at the Genesis Invitational. And we'll be done with the West Coast Swing. There you go. Man, That all it, it seems to be so far away at times. And yet once it, we get in the middle of it, it goes very, very quickly. On to Florida, the Players' Championship, and then find ourselves in Georgia for the Masters. Pretty exciting stuff. I think it's going to be a great schedule, as you mentioned, and a lot of storylines to follow. Not only are we, we picking up FedEx Cup points, but you're playing for Olympic points. You're playing for Ryder Cup points. I mean, yep. there is there is a lot this year in the game for 2020. We'll take a short break. We'll wrap up the show next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. 
Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let You Into Golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Vokey SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You Into Golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You Into Golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you wrapping up show number one of 2020, a new decade, a new year. Thanks for bringing us along. Follow us on Twitter at Real Golf Social, Real Golf Radio. You can find us as well, and we appreciate you being with us. Thanks to the caddy. Thanks to Jeff Babineau for joining us. Before we leave you, it's time for our Hoops Vision See What You Are Missing segment, and uh, we go to Kapalua because while we have a great leaderboard of past champions, there are several big names not in attendance, huh? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, five, uh, five of the top players are not playing this week. Four in the top eight as far as not playing this week. Brooks Kepka number one, is not playing. Rory McIlroy, number two. Tiger Woods, number six. And Justin Rose, number eight. Those four guys are not playing this week as, lo- as well as number 70 in the world, Phil Mickelson. So those guys are missing out um, over there in Hawaii, and we're missing out this week because – 
those guys are not in the field. There you go. That's the Hoops Vision. See what you are missing. Go to hoopsvision.com. And I'll tell you, Hoops Vision, right here in Utah, people come from all over the world. They have a combined experience of well over 80,000 LASIK and PRK procedures, and their team of laser eye surgeons is the most experienced anywhere. Check it out at hoopsvision.com and mention you heard it right here on Real Golf Radio. You ready for it? You can save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure by mentioning Real Golf Radio when you sign up at hoopsvision.com. See what you are missing. All right, uh, that'll do it for us. It's been a fun show. Excited for the kickoff of 2020. We'll be talking much more about this in weeks to come. And, uh, again, appreciate those that, that joined us, and we'll look forward to talking with you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll see who wins this winner-only event at yep. the Tournament of Champions. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. It's been real. 